If anyone is listening who is in that mode of, should I start a business, what should I do? I always say, you don't have to wait for that big idea. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just be willing to work harder than your competition. Do it better, be brighter. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the show where I talk to local entrepreneurs, business owners, and influencers in East Idaho to learn their stories and get to know them better. I believe that when we get to know the people in our community, it strengthens us and brings us together. So today, I'm here with local business owners, Taylor and Marcella Curbs of Bust and Moves. Hi guys. Hey, how, how are, are you, Renee? Good, I'm so glad to be able to catch up with you guys. It's fun to be here in Pocatello. Yes. Yeah, so talk to yes, me about what your business Pocatello. is. Do you, were you raised we, here? No, we were not raised here, but we moved here five years ago and fell and in love with it. And you're gonna stay. Yep, we'll stay here good, for a long haul. Yeah, good. we love Pocatello. So tell me what Bustin Moves is. What is this business? So we are a locally owned moving company. And all the time people ask, well, why a moving company? Why a moving company? And we were having this, um, what was that? It was like a SBD event um, put together for like businesses and then they did a spotlight on us. Spotlight on us, mm-hmm. correct. And so everyone asked, why a moving company? So I had the whole room, close your eyes, think about your beautiful home, all that stuff. And I said, now I'm thinking about your dream home. And they thought about that, smiles on their face. And I said, bridge that gap. Move all that stuff from your old home to your new home and the whole room <laughs> And they goes, had an anxiety Ugh. attack. Yeah. <laughs> I said, exactly. That's exactly why we want to start a moving company because no one likes to move there, you know, and, and, and buying a house is an awesome, op- uh, uh, awesome time. So uh, we just want to make that a little bit easier of a transition for, for people. Yeah. So talk to me about how that came to be. Did you have a business prior to this? Like what was it? No. So I was on that rat race of college, of going to school. And I I went to college for about seven and a half years. Oh, you were like a professional student. Yeah. I'm a professional. (laughs) I'm pretty much a doctor. I'm pretty much a doctor with with no college degree. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, And so I just, I I bought into that whole thing. You got to go to college to make a better life for yourself. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. So I would stop and work. And, um, when I was really young, about 14, my parents got divorced. And so that was kind of a blessing in disguise, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard to say. Yeah, kind of yeah. weird. I mean, hindsight. The hindsight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was preparing me for something. Um, so what, what happened is every year, my mom would have to pack up and move. And so I would be calling my friends, getting trucks together and, and moving my mom. And I loved it. I remember telling my buddies in high school, guys, I'm gonna have a moving company one day. I'm gonna have a moving company. Now, and why did you love that? What does you just love the challenge of I getting just loved, everything? I've always been physically active, uh-huh. and and I worked at a furniture store as well. And it just it's so amusing to lift all this heavy stuff out of the house in a day and get it into you know someone's home. I, I just love it. I love to move people. Okay. And and to move people and own a business is just kind of It was a good marriage. A good marriage, yeah. Yeah. But I, I put that dream to the side. I, I wanted to play college football and I signed with Idaho State, went to college there. Now where are you from? I'm from Burley, Idaho. Okay. So just from down Burley. the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just down the road. Um went to Idaho State to play football and it just it, it just didn't pan out you know there was something missing so i went down to snow college in utah played for two years and same thing just something missing i wasn't a very good student 
I just you wanted to be I wanted playing to football. Playing football. <laughs> I wanted to be moving. I wanted to yeah. be doing something besides sitting in the classroom. And yeah. so um, that's where my football career ended at Snow College. I played for three years, uh, Idaho State for one, and then Snow College for two. And so it just kind of ended right there. Yeah. Um, and you kept going to school. Kept going to school, but just nothing clicked. Nothing clicked. Yeah. Nothing clicked. I went to. Business. I went to accounting classes. I went to elementary or education classes, and that was the closest thing. Physical education. I about got my degree in. I was in the program and everything, and the same thing. But I just thought to myself that something's not right. So I went to Marcella, and several ideas. Always <laughs> wanted a food truck, taco truck. It was always something. But you had in the back of your head, in the back like, of my head. let's and, go and, do something else. And how many times we've been married seven and a half years. How many times did I say, let's have a moving company? Too many times. And that's why we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what did you think during that time when he was talking about a moving company? Was that like, okay, do it. Like, mm, that's fine. No, I was not. <laughs> I'm a very like logistical person. And so to me, it just didn't make sense. Um, first of all, in Idaho, I feel like people are very much like roll up your sleeves and do it yourself. Yeah. We'll call our neighbors and we'll exactly. go get it Exactly. We'll mm-hmm. get it figured out. And, um, we would go down, uh, sometimes we take trips down to Utah and we'd see a moving company. Taylor's like, he would tell That's me, what we're That's doing. what we're doing. That's what I want. Our guys are going to wear uniforms. We're going to be the best. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And the back of my mind, I was like, no, 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 this is too risky. <laughs> we're too young. We don't have the money. We can't do it. And, um, I would always push him back to school because I was going to school also. So I was like, nope, let's just stay on this yeah, little this nice is what we're supposed path to do. that everyone's telling us to do. And we would go on it and we'd get off of it because, you know, we had a family while we were going to school. Um, and finally, Taylor came with me, to me, with the idea of a moving business. And he had it all mapped out. He had done market research. He had priced out trucks. He had everything he had his resources like the sbdc a small business bureau and all of these things and at that point i was just like how can you say no i say no yeah you know and so i said okay that sounds great um i always joke about it because my first business presentation was to marcel (laughs) prior to that presentation i was waking up at four i had a day job too so i was waking up at 4 a.m i had a little routine that i would do and i would study the market I would study other successful moving companies that were what I wanted to do, a smaller, just trucks, not, you know, coast to coast, just, just local moving companies. And I would study them. I so this sw- was really a passion for you. Like you were, it was obsessing your brain. Oh yeah. Completely. Oh, and, and I had a desk Did job. Did you realize how obsessed he was yes, with this? Yes, because okay. he wouldn't shut up okay. about <laughs> it. That's how I knew he was going a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a desk job. So when we were, when I was slow, you Google, were working I on was it. working on it. So, it. so that job actually helped out a lot with this with this business plan. So after about eight months waking up 4 a.m., getting everything together, I, I go to Marcel. I said, I showed her all my, my information. I, I laid everything out and I said, We can make this we work. We can make this work. I'll just do it on the weekends. I'll do it on days off, you know, here and there. Um, okay, so, so that was the deal. I'm not going to quit my job. Right. Exactly. So don't that worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. You're still going to school. I won't quit my job. We'll just do it on the side. So she's like, okay, I flew out to Denver. I bought the truck right off the bat. I wasn't going to be a moving company (laughs) without a truck. Yeah. You know, and and I found out later that guys around here don't have trucks. And that just blew my mind. Do they just rent trucks when they go to move? Yeah. Yeah. So, so right off the bat, I was, we're doing this right. We're going to have our own trucks, our own insurance, our own logo. So flew out, came back and my boss even asked me, he's like, what'd you take the day off for? And I was like, 
uh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. I had, yeah. And so then it was my stepdad, so it kind of worked, worked out. Yeah. But um, two weeks later, we were so busy, I had to no, quit. No, two weeks? I showed Marcella. Two weeks later, we were just so booked. We were so booked. So booked Okay, so a couple weeks. questions. Mm-hmm. This takes some capital to be able to invest in mm-hmm. buying. I mean, we just bought a tow truck, and it was mm-hmm. ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. So, tell me about where did the fi- where did the money come for you to be able to do this? So, not we, very many banks want to work with a startup. No, that's no. the thing. Yeah. And Bank of Idaho came, or I went to Bank of Idaho, um, called them up, and said, "Do you guys work with startup?" And and John, our banker, said, "Yeah, come in. Let, let's talk. Let's see. Yeah, let's we see." Got- so I was like, I already have a business presentation in my belt. I can do this. Good for you. And we showed him and he said, I think you're crazy enough. It might just work. So he, he, so I have a place in my heart for Bank oh, of Idaho. Oh, so he, yeah. they took a chance they, they on They took you. a chance. And it wasn't a big loan. I mean, you yeah. can, you, they, there's very affordable moving trucks out there. Uh-huh. And so I flew out to Denver and bought it. And out of our own pocket, I mean, it was... Is this a used truck? It, well, yeah, uh-huh. it's used. Because mm-hmm. brand new, what yeah, you're talking ridiculous. about, those tow trucks, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're almost a house. Right. Yeah, you know, the, the, the payments on them are more than our mortgage. Right. So. But we literally, I mean, we've been, sa- I mean, just saving, you're you right. know, for a while. And we've been saving and saving. And we put it all down. Yeah. All of it. You just risked we, it all. We just put, Six went all in. years of savings went all in. And that was the scariest thing in the world you know that was so especially scary. for you because like you're this yeah. was he had to talk you into this absolutely yeah. he had to talk <laughs> this me was into your whole it. life and this was but taylor has he's a very persuasive <laughs> and he any objection that i had he had an answer for and i just saw his dedication to it and i was just like there's no way there's no way we won't be able to make bills taylor will figure it out he always has and he's so always, a little bit of faith and trust. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of faith and just going for it. Mm-hmm. But okay. so we got the truck. Got, got the, the truck. truck. And you were made, booked. We made a Craigslist post. And I thought Craigslist. only Yeah, who creeps. looks at Craigslist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Craigslist. Yeah, no offense, Craigslist. But I, I thought only creeps looked at Craigslist. And everyone, hey, I saw your ad on Craigslist. Are you open this day? And I said, yes, yes. So right off the bat, Craigslist. Now, mm-hmm. was it just you? Were you thinking, I'm just going to go I would, myself? I, I didn't know what to do. I worked at Costco and I had a friend say, hey, I'll work with you on days off. So I was like, okay. So I got a schedule Tuesday, Thursday or whatever his days were off. Yeah. And um, in the back of my mind, I had one person in mind that I was thinking about. But I was like, he has a master's degree. There's no way I can <laughs> persuade I can him. Persuade him woo to do him away. Yeah, to woo yeah. him away. How am I going to? So I called him up and he said, oh, that's funny. You know, I'm looking for something. I'm, I'm in between right now. I'm looking for something. I said, well, I have something for you. And uh, we brought Thomas on and... We would not be where we are without Thomas. We love Thomas. We love Thomas. Why? So just much. because he's a hard worker. Because of oh. his, he's just a hard worker. We, um, you know, there it's was a very physical job. It is a very physical job, and he has a degree in athletic training, uh-huh. so he knows he he he's been a weightlifter his whole life. He knows how to move his body, how to mm-hmm. take care. Because you don't just have to be strong to be a mover. You also have to take care of yourself. Yeah, he right? eats healthy. We have to eat healthy. We. And people are like, oh, you don't have to go to the gym. No, we go to the gym because <laughs> you we, get your gym workout by lifting couches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. we we can't do what we're doing on a daily basis without working out. So yeah. we we love to push our bodies very physically. It, 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 we just love pushing ourselves. And so okay, so that 
That in and of itself is probably a little unique to your industry because, you know, like mechanics, we have stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of movers, I'm not thinking of some super athletically fit individual. Right. (laughs) But the more you look at moving companies, I think that's Idaho's mentality, though. There are a lot of people out there who... That are. That that do this, that are physically in shape. And if you have a mover show up and he doesn't look like he's in shape, you might want to be worried about your stuff because yeah. it is it is hard. Yeah, it, it's hard work, and to do it day. I after don't day, know that in my head I would be like you know. I'm, it makes total sense when you're talking about it, but I'm not sure that that's what I would have even thought about. Right. That I have that option. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's Thomas. He he stuck with us. Um, I, I I told him his hourly rate. Within two weeks, I saw what his value was, and we gave them more and then in a couple <laughs> because months because you had business you could do yeah, yeah we right. had business and we could do that we, we were blessed and then after a few more weeks more money more yeah. money we just kept giving them because i wanted to keep him why did that hit so well so craigslist was obviously where you posted it then was it word of mouth like what yeah. was it that made the momentum what we had this one customer she had a big house up in the satterfield area and she booked us out what was about a month ahead of her uh-huh. move and in between that, all of her neighbors were moving. Uh-huh. So we kind of, we, I mean, she she uh, referred all of us. Yeah, referred, she's like, hey, I hey. already have these guys on but the hook. You might think, want to check I them out. I almost think that she was testing to see how good we were. Okay. I think she was like, well, let, <laughs> let, let them get them 10 the moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah let, let their stuff get banged up. <laughs> let them get 10 moves under their belt. And so she brought in so a lot of jobs. Wow. And then we impressed her and we got her job. And, and she's still to this day, Saturday, we're doing her sister. I mean, so yeah. a year and a half later, she's still a referral source for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's great. Okay, so you're busy. Like, busy. you are, how have you done any other marketing since then? What, what's keeping you busy? Um, Facebook is also another good one. Social media is such a good platform to not only not only just show your business to show who you are mm-hmm. like like on ours we do funny videos we do um tips we we show what we're about i we have our why videos you yeah. know why are we in the industry we don't just we're not just in the business to make money we're in the business to have something reflective who we really are yeah and uh so. well and i think that's that's the connection right people love stories like mm-hmm. this story right. they're going to love to hear this story mm-hmm. but also they want to know who are you like right. how does your life go and right. it's interesting because i think we've struggled a little bit with that um kind of being wanting to be more private and you can certainly be more private but mm-hmm. we kevin and i it is our business. Right. And so there's a couple behind mm-hmm. this work um and so it's kind of been fun to yeah. be to have people see that, yeah, we're just doing the best we can. Right. And our marriage is so far surviving. Yeah. So far. <laughs> Same here. It's not yeah. easy working with your spouse, you yeah. know, and, and, yeah. and there's definitely times where, you know, Taylor has to be like, Marcella, you can't talk to your boss like that. And I have to be like, Taylor, you can't talk to, you know, your, your boss. employee or your boss like that either. And so I think that has, um, only helped our marriage because we definitely take so much care of it because we are business partners and 95% of our conversations are about work, but we wouldn't have it any other way because we are so passionate about what we do. Yeah, I can tell. You know, Mm -hmm. um, like how much are you involved? Are you involved in the day to day? Is this like you're living this just as much? Yeah. So I was going to school when Taylor started it up and then, um, got my degree of a degree in teaching and degree in communications. And then I was teaching. I 
had my baby in January and it was just ripping my heart out knowing that I'd have to be back in six weeks. And I just had the craziest idea in my mind. I said, hey, what if, you, what if I don't go back? But I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> you were afraid to tell me. Because Taylor- Because you were going to school. No, no I was he was working. working. He was working, yeah. but I knew that he would go with it because he's always told me, he's like, my dream is for us to work together. Yeah. Like every day in and out. And so I said, what if I don't go back? Just, let's you know, let's, let's just throw it out there, see what happens. And he's just like, don't, don't go back, stay. And, and I'm a worrier. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, how's this going to work? And then- Because it, we're talking- like insurance and did you have all Absolutely. of that? Absolutely. Insurance yes. and benefits and yeah. vacations and that, leave. I mean, and our head goes there. Like that's what our parents told us. Yes. We need those things. Yeah. Well, and my parents, like I'm a first generation. So my parents were always like, that's it. You want that's a dream degree. Job. That's right. the dream. You're going to give it up for what? What? Yeah, right. But, um, so I went ahead and quit my teaching job. But during this entire time, I've been the one doing the scheduling. So I will do scheduling and the calendar and I'll do like the marketing. So if I call to make an appointment, I'm talking, talking to If to you Marcella, call, yeah. you'll hear, hey, this is Marcella with Boston uh -huh. Moves Women Company. How can yeah. I help you? And then I do estimates. Um, and so I deal with the customers a lot. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and then now I do the packing. So, yeah. And as we grow, I almost feel like, because Thomas is our crew leader, so Thomas does the moves. He, we, we have crew. And I'm more of the operation manager, so I get everyone lined up, different things like that. Marcella is the sales manager, so she'll be like, oh, Shannon, one of our customers, did this, this, and this. And then Thomas will be like, yeah, Shannon, this. I'm like, I don't even know who Shannon is. I've never seen Shannon, so it's kind of weird to <laughs> yeah. like, it's a good thing to be growing, but I, I it, yeah, it's just. But you're kind of nervous that you might lose that. Lose connection. that. Lose yeah. that connection, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it is tough with growth because you, you're so intimately involved in mm -hmm. every detail yes. and you're going to, as you learn, you'll have to start letting go of stuff, yeah. Yeah. trusting people. And that's always kind of hard when it's it your is. baby. Well, and what it we're is. really working on right now is um, systems. Yeah. Great. We want great systems because great people is, is awesome. You want great people, but if you have great systems, you can put good people in those systems and the systems will run the business. So we're really working on systems from, from the smallest detail of when you walk up to the door, how you introduce yourself as the moving crew. And so we're just... So talk to me about that. Moving is one of the most stressful situations that anybody could be. I think it's the, third most, be. the third most stressful. Really? If yeah. you like... If you, uh, I, I yeah. would agree, right? Because yeah. we are trusting all of our precious belongings mm -hmm. to people that we don't know. So what is it that you do to set my mind at ease? What makes your company different than another mover? What makes us different is um, I really believe it's because up to that point of us showing up to the door, we've talked several times. Every question that they have about us, we have an answer. And if we don't have an answer right then and there, we do a little research and we give an answer. Um, we've they, they've looked us up on social media, so they know exactly who's walking up to their door. And and, and like to, to refer back to social media, we we explain ourselves we express ourselves we we tell our whys and different things like that so they already know about us before we even step foot on the door and i think that as a small business what we're able to offer our customers is we're available i closing on homes and buying a new house and selling another house is so so stressful i feel that a lot of our movers are people that we've moved we become such good friends with them because we I'll get a phone call from you know our customer. She's like, oh, Marcella, it fell through, 
or the, this happened with the buyers and I'm and they'll be apologizing to us and I'm just <laughs> like oh my gosh no like we're gonna make it work we're gonna make it work we'll fix this we'll do that you're hand in hand you're, definitely. you're doing this together um and we have three trucks three crews like scheduling we will get you yes. taken care of that's what's so nice about us is that we invest in our employees so that we have employees year-round so if your move has to get moved a week or so later even though we might have other jobs booked we can still get you taken care of mm -hmm. because it's not just Taylor and another guy mm -hmm. you know yeah right well, yeah that makes a big difference yeah. so how quickly were you able to um, increase your crew you t you talked about bringing Thomas on but then what how many employees do you have so now? we bought our first truck business opened up in April of 2018. It's just over, a little over a year old. A little over a year old. Yeah. And then by December, we bought our second truck. And it was kind of a hard time because you do slow down during during the winter. Sure. But I was just like, we got to gear up for April. The spring. The, yeah, exactly. So we bought our second truck in April. Overall, from then till now, we have a total, between Taylor and I, we have a total of 10 employees. Right. Okay. Together. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you... you um, you bought, how many trucks do you have now? Three? So we have two trucks and a trailer, a 24 okay. foot trailer that I pull behind my pickup. And we have three crew leaders, me, Thomas, and Mike. Okay. Mike joined with us. He did some work for us last summer and then he went to school as well and got his degree. And same thing. He's just like, I like working here. <laughs> he is a strong man. He competes in strongman competitions. He squats over 700 pounds, deadlifts over. He's just a really strong guy. Yeah. And um, so we we kind of trained him and got him going. He's running some crews by himself, and so he's doing awesome. So so to go back to to build that trust with our customers, we take care of every step of the way. We have the capabilities because we have invested in our company, which directly invests into our into our customers. We have the nicest equipment. We have. Even though they're used trucks, they're nice. We we take good care of them. We've wrapped them. We maintain them we are willing to put that back in because like we've said like this is this is like a fourth child for us um okay so talk to me a little bit about the area that you serve you do you do all of eastern idaho i know that you've been you do twin falls mm -hmm. like we tell do. me about where you so we do service. all of all of eastern idaho our main bread and butter is pocatello i i plan on being the only moving company in pocatello when someone moves you think of us it's, you. it's mm -hmm. us right away that's our goal. What and is your competition? I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to know who they are, but do you have other local competition? There's only one other company in town in Eastern Idaho that owns their own truck. Uh -huh. um, he's been around for a while. Um, when you're the only one, you get comfortable. Yeah, right. You so you give him a little run for his money. Give him a run for mm -hmm. money, mm -hmm. and um, and and I don't I, know if it's bad, the same for you. I mean, what I hear you saying, it sounds like. You're definitely all about customer service and building those relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, it never ceases to amaze me that in a service industry, it's not that hard to set yourself apart by just actually offering good customer service. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. crazy. That's all you have to do. Yeah. You know, walk to the door with a smile on your face and different things, just little things like that that we do. Um, we, we're the only moving company with our logo on our trucks in town. We're the only moving company that wears uniforms. And that all it is is matching t-shirts. So right there sets us aside. Hmm. Um, just that's, a little, yeah, that's it, not, that's, that's that's not like too big of a deal. That's yeah. business 101. <laughs> yeah, right. 
And so I feel like in this area, because people don't think about using movers because they haven't had movers before. Yeah, it's so true. It's so, so, so mm -hmm. we are changing not just the face of moving by, by the way we look, by the way we dress, by the way we act, but the mentality of you're moving, you hire. You don't do it yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and so we're, we're, we're changing that industry. Pocatello hasn't had that service. So yeah, it's great. So we're giving it. Yeah, yeah you guys, are, it sounds like it was very well needed because yeah. in two weeks you were busy Booked and yeah. been going. Quitting and, your job. Right, exactly. And so we, uh, we Did also- Did that freak you out when he was oh going to quit his job? Yeah, he came home and he said, Marcella, does it make any sense for me to sit and get paid, you know, whatever, where I could be making so much, I could be making- If I was more so, available. If I was more available, I'm turning down jobs does it make sense and so I thought he was crazy and I, I cried and then he went and did it and I said that's fine you know I'm gonna keep my teaching job and then when this doesn't pan out yeah. okay don't ask for my advice when it comes to anything because I'm completely wrong um it's okay I, you can be the pessimist yeah and I, I was just like I will be here with my job that I got for my college degree and my benefits and and we'll just see yeah, and, and we'll then fall back on this and thing. we'll fall back on this and it'll it'll be okay and I had the greatest advice from my mom. She said, Marcella, let him open his wings. You know, cause I always held Taylor. No, right, no, 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 right, this right. is what we need to do. This, this is, is what you gotta need. do. Yeah, this is safe. Yes. And she just said, let him. And my mom um, says, I've always seen Taylor as such a leader, you know, in all these jobs that he's had where he has to follow, it doesn't make him happy. And that's what it was for Taylor. Was that kind of a light bulb moment for you? you were like, uh, oh. It was, it was, it was something that I knew. Yeah. But I mean, again, like I love this guy. So of course I think he's the greatest thing right, in the world, but right. to have somebody else, um, shine that light on him and be like, okay, so it's not just me that sees this and it'll be okay. We will figure it out if yeah. it doesn't work out. Yeah. And so letting him open up his wings and do all the things that I thought were just completely crazy has been such a blessing for us. And he's always like, don't you wish you would have let me start a movie <laughs> company when we first got married, <laughs> you know? But no, we had to go through all this yeah. journey. Yes, yeah. and learn. And yeah. what is hard about our industry though, is we're only booked out like, for three weeks at a time. Yeah, right, you don't know what's going on We don't know, it, it is so scary. So I see where Marcella took that big leap of faith because you know, as a teacher or any job, you get paid on this day, yeah. you mm -hmm. put this work sure in, thing. your thing, mm -hmm. sure thing. You know, September, or what, what, what are we coming up? September's open. And so we're like, oh, but it, it always fills up. It, it always does. does, but it is, it's a leap of faith. This yeah. is, you have to have. I understand some. that too, because automotive industry, like mm -hmm. we don't, we, you know, I, we're booked this week. Mm -hmm. We don't know whether any cars will come in we, next week. If, if someone yeah. gets a, you never know. It, yeah, it, it's scary. That, I mean, we don't hope for people's cars right. to break down. <laughs> right. But secretly we're hoping right. for people's cars right. to break down. Right. Um, and you know, I'm a nurse uh, by training and, and that's another kind of hard thing to say. You want people to get sick. I mean, You're I don't right. want people to get sick, but, right. but if you do, do and we're there. Yes, yeah. exactly. But see, we want people to buy their dream home. So yeah, ours no, is a happy thing. It is a happy, yeah. ours is a happy thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I mean, obviously this has been probably a whirlwind year for you guys just mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. this little journey, but during this, I mean, you were really confident. You presented your plan. You knew what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Have you had self-doubt since? Were you, have you ever looked back even just during this time and you're like, what the crap have we done? Yes, absolutely. Why? I think it's crazy to, because what I just said with the scheduling. Yeah. You know, you just we, have, we have car payments. We have a house. We have kids. We yeah. have bills. And we're open 
after three weeks. And yeah. so it, it, I do doubt myself. And sometimes when I'm up at four in the morning and didn't go to bed till midnight the night before, I'm like, is it worth this? Is it worth it? You know? So, so I do have those doubts. It's not, it, they're very far and few between, you know, but I do sometimes think they'll hit you. that they do hit me. And I, and I just wonder to myself, you know, is it worth it? And then we get a, I'll, I'll get a phone call from Thomas and he, he gives me a funny story about our customer. I'm like, yep, there we go. You know, or Marcella comforting one of our customers because her closing fell through and, and we had to push it back two weeks. I'm like, this is exactly what it's for. And mm-hmm. and being able to take our kids to go play yeah, you know, and be on, available on, a, for on a Wednesday, yeah. on a random Wednesday, be like, hey, let's go to the park, you know, because yeah. we didn't have that before. Yeah. So there's moments like that that definitely um, outshine the the hard moments because yeah. it is hard. I, I truly believe the greatest thing you could ever do is work for yourself. And the hardest thing to do is to work for yourself. Yeah. It, you have to have some... You have to work. You have to be... You cannot be afraid to work. It is not that... Easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. No. And, and I always say this, entre- being an entrepreneur, you don't... It's not always sexy. I don't like... I don't even call myself an entrepreneur because I don't... I think it comes with... Um, being sexy you know like oh it seems to be a nice buzzword these days exactly yeah. i you know i i'm 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 the founder of bust and move but founding we worked our tail off yeah. and so yeah. so that's what one thing that i would say to those people out there that want to be an entrepreneur just be willing to work hard and to never stop never stop yeah you know i that's one of the reasons that i do this podcast is because i think that people look at businesses and think oh that's so cool and they're awesome and they it's so hard for those who haven't been through the journey to see the journey that took mm-hmm. you to that point. Right. Nothing, none, I can guarantee you that nothing has happened overnight for any of us. Right. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Um, it does take work, but you know, some hard work and tenacity pays off. Absolutely. So do you think, you know, again, you're only a year or so into this, would you done anything differently looking back? Looking back when I've done anything differently? Um, I really, I really don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think so. Things just kind of they fell into place. Fell in place yeah. with Thomas. I, I with Thomas with Thomas that <laughs> yeah. that you, you you talk about starting so a business and hire the right people. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you talk about you talk you. about people saying, "Oh, you know, the what can make or break your business is your employees." For a startup, I believe that. Yeah. Because you need the best. You've got a partner next you, to you. You've got a, a partner next to me, and Thomas is that partner. Mm-hmm. I tell him all the time that we would not be where we are without him, and it is 100% true. Yeah, he's the best out there, and he's so loyal and honest and hardworking. Like, yeah, he's amazing. I don't, and, and, and I feel like us saying that we wouldn't change anything doesn't come from a place of, like, conceitedness or cockiness, no. but no. it comes out of a place of planning there was so much gonna say planning (laughs) this wasn't just a whim no No, definitely not there was so much planning on taylor's part and homework that we did to be here and you know we wrote out steps you know step one truck step two like you know get our uniforms or whatever um step three this this and this and still to this day you'll you know we went to utah yesterday and all we did on our drive down was business business, Mm -hmm. and then all we did on our drive up was business but it's just been, mm-hmm. it's been good. So do you think that that's going to, you know, I know that you don't know because you guys are in the middle of it, but mm-hmm. does that feel like that this business is going to be a rub for your marriage or is it something that's actually brought you together? I think it's brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, there's not, I and mean, you would know, you know, it, there's times when it is hard because you might not see eye to eye or you might have approached things differently and Taylor might have approached things one way. And so there's times where it's hard and, 
How do you, you know? get through that? You guys are just good at negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's just so sexy. I can't resist I myself. No, no I'm very, that's the yeah, I'm very OCD. And mm-hmm. so that that's, it's a good quality yes. to have owning a business. But sometimes um, I I judge the way I live. And if Marcel does even the smallest thing out of line, I'm like, no, 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 we got to do it this way. And then I have to step back and be like, okay, it's getting done. It's, it's fine. It yeah, doesn't it's, have it to be this doesn't exact way. It doesn't have to be this exact way. Marcel is great. Um, when she joined the team after teaching, we, I credit, Mar- I, I'm giving credit to everybody. I don't even know what I do in the business anymore. <laughs> you know, Thomas, where we are in Marcel, when she started, um, she, within two weeks of being with us, she had our website going. Yeah. She had she Google did all that list. stuff yeah. you couldn't do that I, or didn't have time. Didn't really have time. Yeah. Cause I was, cause when I was sitting at my desk, I'm like, okay, well, when I'm working weekends, I'll work on mm-hmm. the website. But when we got so busy. Yeah, it's hard to know that there's so many, so many other aspects of a business. It's mm-hmm. not just okay. I'll go move somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things yeah, you have to yeah. invoice, and you have mm-hmm. to keep track of accounts receivable and all right. of that stuff. So, right. Yeah. Good. Well, I I think you guys have a great foundation. Thank I you. mean, what do I know? But you, Kevin, and I have been in business together yeah. for some time. So. Yeah. You just have to keep working things Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Communication, that's key. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, so what kind of resources do you guys use to be inspired, to keep you going, to keep that fire in your belly? Obviously, you have that passion. Mm-hmm. What is it that helps you keep it? So for me, I would probably have to say is being around other um, successful business people. We, uh-huh. have, we have friends who are in real estate you know, who have just recently started a team or who have their own brokerage. Um, I'm part of the um, business women of Pocatello. Yeah. And it is so inspiring to see those ladies go out there and maybe even you can truly see somebody when they're not in their comfort zone and they're pushing through. And that is so inspiring to me. Um, I listen to podcasts that always helps me and just continually educating myself Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. all, all areas of life. And to go off that, yeah, we've, we've befriended some other business owners. And I always say, you want to be the dumbest one of your friends. You want friends. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm, because they can teach you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you and, and I'm, I'm happy to be the dumbest one of my friends. So <laughs> surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the masterminding principle and the, um, oh, Jim Rohn, I think, I, it, I'm probably Rohn, yeah. ruining this, but said, no, it was, it doesn't matter about you surround yourself with, um, you know, the five people that you surround yourself with, right. that's the average of what you're going to be. Right. So I think well, that's... what Les Brown says, if you have nine broke friends, you're going to be number yeah, 10, right? Or nine so fat friends. You're going to yeah, be the 10th fat friend. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. I, it's, it's absolutely true. Yeah, we, it, we adapt to, and I think that's kind of not always on the front of our mind, but mm-hmm. not that you can't have friends that you know, I right. mean, no. are, but you can just know how people inspire right. you that you spend right. time with. So right. it's Absolutely. awesome. Okay. So what's the vision for the future of Bust and Moves? What are you guys going to do? We just talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talked Glad about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Once the systems are in place, that is when we're going to expand. Because if you try to expand before you have systems, it's a recipe for failure. Yes, it is. And we've been, we've just been running a, a, a good successful business without systems, but we've been running it. If we want it to, because I can't be in Pocatello and Twin Falls in the same day. So once we get our systems, our our plan is to put a crew out in Twin Falls, Mm. a crew in two trucks. And I feel with the market research that Twin Falls is another untapped area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like 
kind of like, and, and the, the market, the housing market is nuts ever since 2000. Twin Falls never hit a recession. Mm-mm. And to not, and, and we talked to customers like, well, we had to hire someone from Boise. They charged us $200 an hour. There's a mar- there's, there's a need there. And so, but before we just throw a crew, throw a truck, we have to have our systems in place. Sure. Yeah. Cause like and you said, you can't be in two places at once. Can't be two places mm-hmm. once. And, and we're, we've been listening to a, a podcast about a moving guy and he, he went local local and then he went um national national van line and we don't want to be van lines wow we want to touch you know three or four markets that are like pocatello you know a little bit smaller and untapped we don't want to go to be phoenix's best movers or seattle's best movers we want to be pocatello twin falls logan utah stuff like that 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 and that's our vision um Mm -hmm. is to so you're going to grow. We want we to grow. We are going to grow. We're going to grow. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, having, being primarily Upper Valley, I think mm-hmm. maybe there's opportunity for mm-hmm. you. I don't know what that is, but right. yeah. there might be opportunity for you in the Upper Valley too. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And that's... Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Marcella, did I see somewhere that you have recently gotten your real estate license? Yes, I did. Yeah. So is that something now that you're going to pursue? Yeah. So Taylor inspires me because of his vision and just like he just goes out and, and does things and sometimes I feel like I have a vision and I hold myself back because I have all these worries and reasons and real estate is something that was the first college class I signed up for way back in 07 or 08 when the crash happened yeah oh, so they called me and they're like timing. um we're not doing these courses anymore I'm like yeah that's a smart move so neither did I yes so then I decided to go to school and do all these things and um Went to college. College always, you know, oh, gotta go to college, gotta go to college. And so I always pushed real estate to the side and I had some friends in the Twin Falls area who decided to go into real estate and were just like absolutely killing it, killing it. And I was like, oh, you know, one day, one day. And so finally, once I was able to, you know, not teach anymore and be at home, I'm a busy person, so I, I'm usually, I'll be at home for spurts Mm -hmm. and then I won't. And then, um, I was like, you know what, Taylor, I think I'm going to chase this real estate thing that I want to do. And he said, go for it. That's his answer to everything. (laughs) It seems like it. Yes, go for it. Do it. And you're not the doubter. Yeah. (laughs) That's her job. That's my my job. And I mean, I was um, older when I saw my parents buy their home, which was like their American dream for them. You know, they came to this country to work hard and buy their house and I was there with them through the process and it was scary for them. And especially not knowing the language, not understanding the culture, right, the right. terms, financing, that was hard for them. And I did the best I could at the age of 16 to translate all that. Mm-hmm. And that was hard for me. And so whenever I see some, uh, like a Hispanic person who has a, a tough time with the language, my heart just, like Taylor, Taylor will know, like my heart just breaks for them and I just wanna go in and rescue them. Um, and so with this, I see that the Pocatello area is growing a lot. And whenever I see growth and opportunity, I see Hispanic people, you know? Right. right. And so I want to be like the Hispanic real estate person, mm-hmm. even if they don't buy a house with me, like, let me just You'll help, help you, yeah. you know, that the, dream is real. that the dream is real and that it's still there for everybody. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I got my real estate license. Um, I joined a team with Brandon and Jessica DeFoss. It's called Idaho Real Estate mm-hmm. here in Pocatello. And yeah, we're, we're, it's do, we're doing great. I'm learning a lot. And it's, well, such... and it's a great compliment to your husband. Yeah. Well, to your guys' business. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I could be like, yeah. hey, I know this mover. I know this mover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to check this yeah. out. Yeah. But... And so that's, that's what I'm doing right now. And I am 
all over. So I went and, list, um, went and did like a listing appointment in Burley the other day. I have a couple appointments in Twin Falls. I love Idaho. So wherever I can yeah, go to help going. somebody, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. It sounds like both of you have just really blossomed in the Thank last you. year. Right. The sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to tell the listeners why we have... A little bit. Yeah, I have a couple things that I would would like to talk about. Good. First, if anyone is listening who is in that in that mode of should I start a business, what should I do? I always say um, you don't have to wait for that big idea. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, just be willing to work harder than your competition. Do it better. Be brighter. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I, um, I say, and. A service business is such a great thing to get into. And the reason why I feel that way is because nowadays people don't want to do things. Right. You know, they, they work a very fast-paced life. They don't want to um, mow their lawn. They don't want to <laughs> clean their gutters, move their house. And usually those homes have two incomes. So they have a little more money to spend on those things that they don't want to do. Cause right. on Saturday they want to go to the lake or something. Right. And that's where a service business comes in. So even if it's not your dream job, it could be your stepping stone. The gateway to something else. To something else. Mm-hmm. You know, moving was my dream job. It is going to be a stepping stone to other things, storage unit, other things like that. Yeah. But so I, I was lucky that I, a dream job was my, ser- you know, a service was my dream job. But, um, I just, I believe in um, doing a service business. It's low overhead. You know, a lot of people, if you're going to mow lawns, if you have a lawn mower and a truck, you're pretty good. Um, And lastly, what I would say is if you are going to college right now and you want to be your own boss, you want to be your own business owner, stop going to school. (laughs) Don't take business management classes because if you're taking business management classes, you're learning how to be somebody, to to build somebody else's dream. You're not learning how to build your own dream. Quit college, quit that tuition pay and use that to start your own business. But then where do you learn that stuff? Where do you learn that stuff? There's so many resources. You have this podcast, you have other podcasts, you have YouTube, books, other business, owners other business, go take to, you under their wings, uh-huh. take you under their wing, go to seminars. You can, you know, Marcella with the real estate license, it's, you know, it's a thousand bucks for yeah. a real estate license and that's going to do so much for her. And it's only a month. Not that I don't believe in, in college, but there's other I mean, things. there's other things. There's trade schools. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's different licenses, certifications that you can get to make a really good living. My, my nephew, he's learning how to be a plumber, mm-hmm. a princess. It's a four year, it's a four year degree, but they pay for him and they pay while he's working. So he, he just bought a, a nice little pickup, you know, and he's a college kid. Yeah. Right. Cause they're paying for a school. They're paying for him to work. And he, he's and like, make I don't, a good living. He, yeah. He's like, I don't want to be a plumber my whole life. But it's going to be a good thing for five, ten years. He yeah, wants to be a right. cop. So I, I don't buy in on that college train that you have to have a college degree to be successful. Because I took one class, and I give a shout out to John Nye. He, uh, he taught a marketing class, and we use that marketing class all the time. All the time. So for a But 16, the rest of your 200 credits. 200 <laughs> credits are not, yeah, are, are being wasted, and I'm making a monthly payment on them. <laughs> On them, yeah. Well, I I could get on that platform with you, and I think that my listeners have already probably heard me on that platform, Mm -hmm. but I think it was uh, Tobin Restoration that I was interviewing, and Rhett said, 
the trades are going to be the next millionaires yes. because yeah. it's yep. so hard. And and my last interview was with Tanya Cromwell, and she's like, we can't find enough laborers to do mm-hmm. framing. They're just so so busy, and there's not enough people in the industry. So. Right. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. If we didn't have the mechanics um, that we have mm-hmm. to keep our cars on the road, uh, you know, what would we do? We right. we depend on those things every single day, right. and that's those are the trades, man. Right. I love it. Yeah. Well, and right now, and I, in, in Pocatello, there's a shortage of houses. If yeah. you want to be a, your own framer, now is oh, the time yeah. to your yeah. own concrete. Or a roofer. Or like, a roofer. goodness sake, there, everything. There is such a time right now that they can't build homes fast enough right. for for what, what growth is about to happen, and that could kill the growth in Pocatello if there's mm-hmm. no home. So yeah. there's so many opportunities that college... Don't be so narrow-minded to think yep. that college yeah. is the only answer. It's not yeah. the only answer. And then also, like, don't... I think, like, right now, I mean, even Taylor and I, you know, we're 30, and we're like, oh, my gosh, we're so old. We started so old <laughs> in this. And you're not. You know, I think nowadays people see everything on social media and see, like, a 20-year-old just, you know, killing it yeah. at life and doing yeah, whatever. all of this. Yeah, yeah Those are pictures. Those yeah, are those pictures. Are pictures yeah. <laughs> and life is long. Yeah. It truly, truly is. It's yeah. not always YOLO, you know? Yeah, it's, it's long, so and you can put so much work and build something amazing. So just go do it. Like, yeah, start it now. It. Quit planning. Yeah, good for you guys. Yeah. It's great advice. Okay. Yeah. We good? Yeah. Well, thank thank you, you guys. Thank you, Taylor and Marcella. I appreciate you guys being on the show today. Thank you for sharing your story and truly your passion because that comes through loud and clear. (laughs) Thank you. You both seem like your unstoppable forces, and I'm excited to see your businesses grow and the impact that you're both going to have on East Idaho and taking care of all of us. So thank thank you. you. Thank Thank you very much. As a reminder, Oswald Service and Repair is our sponsor. Visit our locations in Rexburg or Idaho Falls for quality automotive repair with honesty and integrity. Stop by and let our family take care of your family. Now, stay tuned for the Business Leadership Moment. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Thank you for joining me for the Business Leadership Moment. This segment is brought to you by RiseCon. RiseCon is an East Idaho business conference held every November, and they also have a sister event called RiseX. RiseX is held monthly, and it's like a networking on steroids event where we get to mastermind and solve problems for our business. So you guys should know about this by now. I have been talking about it for months, but really check it out if you haven't already, and if you haven't attended a RiseX event Um, please just come. There's an introductory rate. You can come and just check it out. And also plan for RiseCon in November. You can check all of this out at www.idahoricon.com and Rise is spelled with a Z. So today, you guys, I wanted to talk to you about something that happened. Um, Kevin came to me um, just recently and he said, Renee, quit telling me to be nice to everybody. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course, I'm going to tell you to be nice to everybody. Um, But where he was coming from was he had a situation with an employee of where he felt like he was kind of between a rock and a hard place. He wanted to be, quote unquote, nice and provide something for this employee that they hadn't earned. And he was struggling with that. Well, one of the things I know about my husband is he really cares about his employees. He tries to take really good care of them. And when he when he's put in that situation, he really wants to give them um, whatever he can. But in this particular case, this employee had not earned it. And he was struggling with um, the fact that 
He wanted to give it, but yet he didn't want to set a precedence. And so we had a great conversation around, um, you're still nice. He's still nice. Takes good care of his employees, but he doesn't have to give them things that they haven't earned. And it's okay to say no. And it led me to, you know, that whole thing. You guys have probably heard me talk about it before. Are we as leaders more concerned about being liked than being effective? And how often do we get into situations where we're so worried about hurting somebody's feelings? Or what if we say something and then they leave us and they go work for somebody else? Um, I can almost promise you that that's rarely going to happen with something that we, you know, the first no that we give them. Um, But if we set precedence and we don't follow through the next time, or we aren't trustworthy in the things that we do, and we look like we have favorites, well, those are the kind of things that our employee leaves us for. And so it goes back to sometimes we have to say no, and we need to always set real clear expectations and boundaries. Um, And be careful when we're thinking about when we're in these situations, and we're worried about it, Are we more concerned about being liked than being effective? As business owners, you guys, we have to take care of our businesses and they need to be, the doors need to be open next month, just like they are now. And if we make a decision today, because we're not willing to say no, that will affect our business. We may not have those doors open next week to be able to pay our employees. So again, I know that's tough. And especially when you're hot in the middle of it, it's a hard decision to make, but I know that an effective employer is somebody who can have effective boundaries. And when you're respected and you are trustworthy, you are liked. And in the moment, it may not feel like that when you have to make those hard decisions. So just a little plug for you all out there. I know you're making hard decisions every day. Be brave really think about, are you making a decision? Is it more important to be liked than to be effective? And here's our challenge to be effective business owners and make good decisions that position us to take care of our employees and all of those people whose lives we touch for many, many years to come. Have a great week, guys, and we'll talk again next week. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast, proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in Eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com.